and welcome to the Her Exchange Podcast. I'm Sonia, and we're talking entrepreneurs this month. You're listening to episode three whoop, whoop. total, but really the third week of entrepreneurship. We're recording outside Stephanie's home where our kids are in the background being loud. I just want you to know, Stephanie, there's this elderly couple walking their cat behind you. I'm telling you, that cat that's, is on a walk. That's my neighborhood. Yeah, I want to live here. Magical. There's a unicorn that's going to run through soon. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. So what are we talking about this week? We are taking our businesses, we are taking it to the next level, and we're using PR and media to do so. And we're tapping into your brain power because you are the media. This week, when we talk about entrepreneurships, we're talking about the entrepreneurs who have been in business for at least one or two years. People who have been going it alone, they don't have a full-time job. Their full-time job is their own business. Absolutely. So you have, you may recognize yourself in this place because you have been growing your business. You've been putting in that really hard work on those first couple of years where you sleep very little and you work your butt off and you may or may not be turning a profit yet at this point, but you, you've been in the growth mode. So you get to a place where that growth starts to level and that's where we're talking right now. It's very much that next level. And, and typically I hate the phrase next level, but it genuinely does. It's how do we now take you from immediate growth to that next step? And how to use media to do so? Because media, PR, press helps expose your services, your brand, your product. And the more people know, the more people you can serve. Well, and also the more people who know about you, the more people who you can tap into for monetary support. It's more than just selling your product. It's getting more backers uh, and, and actually maybe even franchising. Wonderful. Super smart. So you set up the website when you first started your business. You've been slowly adding new information to your website. But now that you're ready to supercharge, take a look at what you've done. Take a look at what your sites look like. Does your brand match across LinkedIn, across your Twitter account, across your um, Facebook page, across your website? All of those things do need to match. And after being in business for a year or two, you really know who you are now. Yeah. So do a scrub. Take away a lot of that stuff that makes you look like you're just starting out and look more legitimate. And I would say that it actually takes that amount of time, a year or so into business, even two years, and it will continue to be a revolving target and your brand will continue to you know, evolve and, and be great. Oprah wasn't Oprah when she started. Oprah. She, was, she was just a whole lot of something <laughs> doing something. You know, so that wasn't. So it'll continue to evolve, but absolutely you should take time and that's part of the investment in yourself. Do you need, if you did it all yourself initially, is it now time to invest some of your profits or some of your dollars into really polishing that up so that when you send it out, someone takes you very seriously? Right. Make sure that there's no waving flags on websites. Remember when you would open a website and it would like immediately start up like MIDI music and with the, like a flat waving know, flag? Like God Bless America? Yes. Like and you're like oh god this is an old site so make sure your site looks new and refreshed yeah no waving flags unless of course you're a flag maker or seller yeah. then then flag them yeah. wave them wave your flags high <laughs> what are we talking about when we say media what does that encompass so i think when you talk about media i think a lot of people buy into the idea that if you have a lot of social media followers then you are a success and i think that that is untrue so how do we make ourselves interesting so that somebody isn't just like, yawn, snooze, no thanks. 
Well, I think, first of all, you have to realize that you're not interesting. I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not an, uh, any entrepreneur who has a business is not interesting. Even though you know that your product people love and you're being hugely successful, that's not interesting enough to put you in traditional media. And traditional media is newspaper, radio, television. To be booked on something like that, you have to peg yourself to something interesting. So if you are uh, an ice cream shop, find out when nice National Ice Cream Day is. So that way you can say a month before, hey, July 13th is National Ice and Cream Day. And is a month before, is that the timeline? Like, how far in advance should a month, we be? A month is... I, I'm, I got an editorial calendar. I'm ready to talk about December. No, December's too far. August. Unless you're talking about magazines, which do have a, far, a, a long lead time, you should really... A month beforehand for radio, television, newspaper is pretty sufficient. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say the week of is going to be helpful because people already on those stations and in the newspaper already have figured out what they're going to be covering. Um, and what you're pitching is what we call an evergreen, which means it's always in bloom. So even though July 13th is National Ice Cream Day, that's not breaking news. What you should think about when you're thinking of things that you need quick access to or when you want to be reactionary to breaking news is something that is really helpful when you want to get a little mention of your business as an expert. I know a couple who actually have a company <laughs> called Zubin that have targeted book finding uh, software to find very different kinds of books. So it's not the usual Judy Bloom kind of books. But if you've got a mixed race By kid, the way, I think Judy Bloom just aged us. <laughs> Probably. Like Probably. Super Fudge. I don't know if anybody's reading it. Sure, anymore. they are. Classics. They're I hope classics. So. They are. But they can actually find the right book for your kids. So you've got, you know, a, a mixed race kid who loves cowboys. <laughs> they can actually find a book of a mixed race kid talking about cowboys. So, you're, which is not a book that you're going to be easily finding on Amazon. Right. That's an interesting company in and of itself. But what? why would the media find that particularly interesting? So, what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I'm an expert in having this conversation of different kinds of families and finding unique perspectives for different kinds of families. And you come on as an expert talking about that. So you're not really directly talking about your business, but your business name is getting out there. The word pitch for folks who are not, you know, you can Google schmoogle that word pitch, <laughs> but it is going to be very overwhelming. Right. And it's going to tell you to write a really boring press release that nobody wants to read or has time to read. So what... I now have this amazing company that does, that finds this cowboy book. What is it that I present versus just saying, hey, I'm really smart at finding books. You should have me talk about that. Well, that's where the social media component and your website really come into helping. If you have video of you talking about your product or talking about anything, it helps a journalist, especially in TV and radio, know that you can string a sentence together and that you're telegenic. So... You can say, hey, I can talk about this. And I work I'm in this tele field. What? Telegenic. Oh. Do you like that? What does oh. that mean? That means I look good on TV mm. and I can talk, which is important. I mean, if you're going to be pitching something and you're going to be talking about something, a reporter wants to know that when they call you and when they put a microphone in front of your face that you don't vapor lock and you're like, yep, 
yes, no, <laughs> or that you have like suddenly a weird stammer. No, thank you. <laughs> right. That you're able to actually have conversations. So I think that that's important. And that's where the social media component and where your web component really comes into help. It's like you're supporting documents to show that you are the expert that you say you are. And you are an expert because you regularly talk about these things as a business owner. There's no reason you can't talk about them as the resident expert as well. How often should you be pitching to the same station or how many times do you not hear back before you get the hint hey it's not them it's you until they tell you I'm not interested stop calling keep calling and I would say once a month is probably too much I would do every other month I would until you build up a relationship with somebody and there are lots is there a way to build up a relationship without being a creeper you can be a creeper it's okay to be a creeper journalists like creepers in the sense that they like not being in reminding. the like long overcoat yeah. wearing your hands, but more in the like, yeah, this hey, makes my job ex- easier. Exactly. We like knowing that we have sources. That's what a source is. It's somebody that I can call on regularly. And you know that when you read articles or if you're um, listening to the radio, you're like, why do I keep hearing them reference this local expert? It's because they have a relationship with that person that they're, that they're speaking to and that they know that they can call on. What can someone expect to see in terms of a turnaround? Do you have any idea? So I will say that personally, the biggest bump to my business that I ever had in terms of having an influx of new clients was a featured story in the Washington Post. And here's, let me just stop you and say a featured story is like a once in... Did that feel broad? No, I think featured story, that's like, please meet Stephanie. She does this wonderful stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that happens maybe once every five years. Yeah. You shouldn't expect to get that Oh, good. regularly. Well, I mean, oh, bad, but good to know. Yeah, if you get that, that's the golden apple. That's yeah, it, it felt like the yeah. golden apple. And that's not going to happen at that and it's magazine huge. again in a long time. Yeah, um, which makes me sad because then I was like, oh, well, they love me now. They should have me on every day. and But they did not feel that way. No, but you can leverage that. Is as part of your portfolio to other people. Send it to Entrepreneurship Magazine and be like, I was just written up in this fabulous conversation. You can do the same thing. Join us next time for another great conversation. You're going to hear from an expert next week on entrepreneurship. I know it's going to be exciting and it's going to be a little bit of a different conversation. And you probably won't hear our kids in the background for that one. So definitely tune in. So that's (laughs) for just that alone is worth being there. Totally the price of a mission paid for. And remember to subscribe and remember to tweet us. And if you have questions, always get in contact with us. You can find out more tools on how to supercharge and refresh your website and more thoughts from Stephanie and I at herexchange.com. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sonia. Thanks for listening.